You're listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, episode 104. John Connor Superstar. The Sci Fidelity Podcast contains adult language and themes and is intended for a mature audience. And this episode, we learned that Blomkamp can mean more than just a name. It's, it's weird to see whenever Brian talks, like, what I feel like I'm talking to Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. That's just what I look like. Yeah, that, that's Michael, goddammit. <laughs> I, get, I get where you can be confused. We look so similar, me and Dave. Well, you know Brian is secretly plotting our death, right? Due to a, a fault in his program. So, you know, it's not really all that different from Hal. I can't explain it. It's puzzling. I know. <laughs> Open the pod bay door, Brian. God damn it. <laughs> this conversation no longer serves any useful purpose. Goodbye. Okay, you do that way too well. <laughs> he does that really way too well. I'm creeped out, right? I'm going to install Minesweeper on your ass unless you open the pod bay door. Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> Seriously, man. I'm going to need you to stop doing that <laughs> any minute now because that is actually kind of creepy as fuck. I didn't think it would be, but the fact that I can't see you makes it all the more real. <laughs> the lack, the total lack of emotion in your voice is disturbing. Yeah, I, I can I can only say disturbing. Oh, I, I, me and my friends used to dress up and reenact 2001 and 2010, and I got to do the ha- play Hal. So, <laughs> does not surprise me. I don't know if I should be proud or not. <laughs> I'm not proud of anything he does. Um, you, you, you didn't reenact 2001 in middle school? No, no. I don't know if I had seen 2001 by middle school. I had seen Blade Runner, but I had not seen 2001. <laughs> No, 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 Trans- I'm sorry. That shit's not true. I had totally seen 2001. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I was reenacting Transformers the movie, so, you know. Uh, I, I did that, too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where all my time was spent. Sometimes I... Rumble Frenzy, Ravage Rat Bat, Eject, Operation, Interference. Oh, I feel shit. like someone <laughs> should say at some point... <laughs> Welcome to the Sci Fidelity Podcast. This is Michael. Are we going to do that now? <laughs> this is Michael. Okay. This is this Brian. Is All right, fucking. Oh, well, this is Steve. <laughs> and thankfully, <clears throat> thankfully, I'm not one of the ones that fucked up this time. Yes. Brian always goes last. That's look, a hundred some odd fucking episodes. You'd think we would have figured out nope. how to do fucking. Sorry, nails. sorry. I got this brand new microphone courtesy of Patrick, and it sounds so good. Bragger, you do actually sound better than you usually do. But if I now saying that I sound that sounds weirdly 
sexual. sexual. I sound like yeah. I'm flirting with yeah. you, and that's not <laughs> yeah. what I had intended to. I'm not saying I wouldn't fuck you, Brian. I'm just saying I wouldn't fuck you, Brian. <laughs> not, not no. on the air. <laughs> no, he wouldn't fuck you. He would be fucked by you, though. He would sign up for that. <laughs> oh, let's be real. <laughs> I am not a bottom. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Hey, with a little of practice, you can be anything you want. <laughs> anyway, follow your dreams, Michael. Follow your dreams. <laughs> you guys were reminding me uh, when you guys were talking about reenacting. By the way, did you guys hear Ridley Scott's next movie is going to be Prometheus 2? Oh, yeah. Excited. It's the next Woo-hoo! one he's working on. So get they your hate sticks ready. <laughs> And Lindelhoff is not writing it. <laughs> mm, for now. He didn't initially start writing the first one. He came in later. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think about that, did you? Yes. That fucker came in oh, later. Yeah, way to ruin my day. Yeah. <laughs> that's my whole job, Brian. Well, Blonde Camp wouldn't let Lindelhoff <laughs> screw up his script. <laughs> I will place my face in the faith in the Blonde Camp. <laughs> you will. Place your face in the Blom camp, huh? Well, well that'll I, work I too. That face, faith, whatever. I yeah. will now be using Blom camp for penis for the rest of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, how big how is your Blom camp? Yeah, how, how do you Why get do you face know inside that? of are, a penis? You are such a Blom camp. You know that? I am so sick of it. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> all right, guys. That's very nice. All right, guys. Don't let it go to your head. Don't get all Blom campy. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about movies, right? I believe yeah. so. All, All right. right, well, someone talk about a fucking movie then. <laughs> well, Did everyone... I, I, okay, go I, ahead. I saw Terminator Genesis. That's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. I um, saw it too. Um, yeah. thoughts, it was fun. I feelings. liked it. It was decent. I mean, I guess I just wanted a popcorn Terminator film. I got a popcorn Terminator film. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I I would have preferred a great classic, but, um, and I love the fact that there were all these little homages to Sarah Connor Chronicles scattered throughout it or ripoffs, depending on how you look at it. But either way, they'd done their homework. I will say this. I guess I'm going to be the hater of this group. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't. There hate always that. has to be one. I didn't hate that movie, and I didn't go in expecting Terminator or Terminator Two. They will never recreate the magic of the first two. I've accepted that years ago. When it comes down to the Terminator movies that I will own, it will always only be the first two. I, I recognize that, and I accepted that. I was kind of hoping when I saw the trailer for that movie that there was going to be something in the plot of that movie that made what they revealed in the trailers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Because I was like, okay, I'm going to wait till I see the movie because if what is in that trailer, which we've all seen, which was making John Connor, the bad guy, I'm going to assume maybe there's something in the plot of the movie that doesn't make that bullshit. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I'm going to give it a fair shake. And when I went to go see that movie, it was, movie it wasn't terrible but there was nothing that didn't make that bullshit so part of me a large part of me 
strongly feels that that movie can go fuck itself. I I, I thought it was a fun movie, but I I I I, I can't say I liked it because I hate what they did to John Connor. I really do. <laughs> I will admit I I have no particular love for that particular plot twist. That was stupid, and it brought the movie down, and I would have liked it a lot more without that. Um, I I cannot get behind that because I I feel like that's the kind of thing that if you want to incorporate it with the rest of the movies, it would drag down the rest of the movies because I feel like it just cheapens everything before that. (laughs) Well, I mean, they, they're all happening in their own timelines, so you yeah. know, just pick your favorite timelines and watch those. Well, that's so. what I'm saying. Well, what I, do you I think can... about the timey-wimey nature of it? I did think, well, on, that a, I incredib- on, a credibly, on an incredibly uber-nerd note, there was a shocking revelation to how time travel works in this particular movie that does have all sorts of implications for the rest of the t- other ti- time travel Terminator stories. Um, if you wanted to move away from discussion of whether it was a shitty movie and into the arcane nerdities of temporal physics. I definitely Well, you brought curious. it up, so yeah. I don't okay. go into it. All right. Well... Time travel tease. Okay. Uh, Kyle Reese leaves the future, and we're clearly in the future of the, 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 the was set up in the original film. Mm-hmm. Everything that they talk about, everything they set up is the future they set up in the original film. Oh, as a side note, I love the fact that they use the no- the spin-off novels to uh, a- as a basis for the whole attack on Skynet. There was like actual dialogue and stuff out of those spin-off novels that made it into the opening sequences. But um wow. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did their homework. No, 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 they no, 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 seriously no, no. did no, no. their homework. When I said wow, I was referring no. to you, Brian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, um yeah, I kind of binged on everything Terminator yeah, clearly <laughs> before the film came out. Um so he leaves in the original first timeline. But he arrives in what appears to be the latest iteration of the timeline after numerous other time travels have happened. So not only did he arrive in the first, or or did he travel back into the first movie? He also traveled back into what is this, the fifth movie or something? Yeah. Um, So the implication being that even if you create a new timeline, all the time travelers still show up uh, that left from any earlier iteration will still show up in that new timeline, which means that there was another term, uh, another, a good guy T 800 Arnold Terminator who showed up in 1992, even though we didn't see it in this movie. Mm. And there was a, a liquid metal Terminator who showed up in 1992, even though we didn't see it in this movie because we skipped over 1992. Um, and all of the time travel shenanigans for Sarah Connor Chronicles still would have happened, which means that, uh, because apparently anytime you time travel, you get to show up in every sub subsequent universe a copy of you will show up in every subsequent universe so that actually means there's another good guy john connor and sarah and cameron from terminator the sarah connor chronicles who showed up in 2007 i think it was uh and they're running around in 2000 we don't know what happened to them in 2000 by 2017 but they were running around as well and there was so duplicate sarah's duplicate john's um all being layered upon each other. Um, and every time anyone time travels back, they, they get to collect all the other time travelers from previous iterations show up in this new, u- in the new universe that's created whenever history has changed. So there'll be more and more 
of every more and more time travelers every time t- history is changed, including lots of duplicates of people, which I thought that really that's that changes my head. So even though John's evil in t- in t- t- uh, Terminator Five, there's also a young John that showed up with a, a younger Sarah from Sarah Connor Chronicles that showed up in 2007 because they traveled through time, and that John might not have ended up anywhere being anywhere as evil as this John, and I, it just boggles my mind. I was like. Okay, that that it's it still kind of works. There's nothing to contradict it, but it is weird. I hadn't I somehow figured that older iterations of time travel disappeared when new timelines uh, showed up, but they don't. <laughs> so you can have people from lost timelines showing up, not knowing what the hell is going on. And I have the sudden nurse to talk about walking the Walking Dead. Um. <laughs> so okay. So can I? So back to. Uh, which is all interesting about the temporal thing, but I want to go back to what Michael said about them spoiling the thing in the trailer. So my general rule is once I decide that I want to see a movie, I stop watching new trailers. <laughs> so, uh, so I saw it. I'm like, Terminator Genesis, fine, whatever. Then the second trailer came out. Right. And once I realized that that was different than the first trailer that I watched, I, I didn't, I, I closed it on my computer. Right. Mm. So then. Michael can attest to this because uh, he sat next to me when we went and saw Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. When the that before the movie, when they played the trailer, when the Terminator trailer came on, I put my fingers in my ears and started mumbling to myself like an asshole, so I wouldn't see <laughs> that stupid trailer. And let me tell you, I saw a shit ton of movies this summer, and in every one, yeah, I. Ear, fingers in my ears, mumbling like an asshole, mm-hmm. so that I didn't see it. Because I'm like, you know what? I don't. I'm pretty sure they're going to ruin the big plot twist mm-hmm. in this trailer, and I don't want to see it. So all I know is that uh, John Connor shows up at some point in the past. I didn't know anything else about any of that, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's fine. And I would have gone. How did you feel going into it, not knowing that that was going to happen? So I liked it. Like I, I was like, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want any of these spoilers. I just want to experience no, 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 no. it as it comes and not have to have it come right. at me. Well, no, and, and I knew um, I knew you would like that. What I'm saying is, how did you feel about that particular plot point, not knowing that it was coming? Because you were, and that's cool. You were the only person I think I know that saw that and didn't know that it was coming. So yeah. I'm curious well, about your viewpoint well, as someone who was watching the movie and experienced that plot point genuinely blindly. <laughs> well, so I didn't know it was coming. Okay. This well, is the last part then it, of then my... it applies to either one of you. I was just asking the person who I knew didn't know. <laughs> well, here, here's the last part of this story. So after spending like four months trying to avoid getting this spoiler, I go to the movie theater at the draft house and, uh, the movie poster is half human, half droid John. Okay. In, in like 36 inches tall, like right outside the door. <laughs> so after all of that, they're like, uh, look here, asshole. We're spoiling this for you. I, I don't see why you're, I don't see why you're trying to avoid it. Just take the spoilage and deal it. It's, but, gonna, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. So it just was, prepare it yourself. Was spoiler rape. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Like they're like, I, I, we have to spoil this. There's no way we can get around that. So, but anyway, so even like after I watching saying, that, I kinda, Steve, I how did you hate, feel about it? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hate the plot point. I thought mm. uh, after like five movies, yeah, that makes that makes sense, right? At, at this point, Skynet has sent 
God knows how many Terminators back, especially if you include Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm-hmm. They've tried sending X number of uh, Terminators back through time mm-hmm. to kill John before he gets there. Right. If you have the technology to, you know, assimilate John, it kind of makes sense that, that that that's what you would do and that you would send Doctor Who to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, thought it was, like, I thought it was interesting when you see Matt Smith for the first time because he's just in the background in the shot. And then I thought, yeah, that was a very Doctor Who-esque entrance into the scene. I'm just kind of here in the background. <laughs> no no need to pay too much attention to me. Oh, by the way, in the earlier shot, I totally was not here, but I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind it at all. You know, I would have uh, come barking into that conversation if it bothered me. Mm. I didn't have the poster spoilery uh, experience that uh, Patrick had. And uh, I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I had no expectations. Mm -hmm. All I knew is that this movie was a new new, uh, Terminator movie. And uh, I had avoided, as best I could, seeing what people were saying about it. Mm-hmm. Other than to look at things like what the Metacritic score was, just to get a, a sense idea. for what people thought of it, right? So and- I didn't, I didn't even get the barrage of, um, you know, trailers and advertisements for it. So, which I enjoyed I think it would would have been great if I could only live in that world. But, yeah, uh, I have to admit, well, it's pretty unique. I might have liked it better if I hadn't known the twist was coming and. But it, it, I can honestly yeah. say, and in my opinion, I kind of feel like um, I had a whole conversation with two of my friends about the fact that I have a theory that the whole reason that they did that was because they felt like there would have been a backlash if it was revealed in the movie for a lot of people. Now, I've had I've had conversations with other people that said that they didn't care, like like you guys were saying. But I can honestly say that I would have hated that more if I didn't know it was coming. Uh, That would have pissed me off more if my first time seeing it happened in the movie. So for me, I'm glad that I... Because I was able actually then to know that it was coming and then just... I basically let it go before I went to go see the movie. And then when I was watching the movie, I can enjoy that movie for just a fun action movie. But whenever I think about that aspect of the plot and what it does to the franchise then that kind of annoys me. That's when a little bit of nerd rage starts to come out. Yeah. I just kind of have to let that go and go, whatever. Again, for me, Terminator is really just the first two movies. Yes. I haven't really well. enjoyed the the Terminator movies. I mean, I kind of like them. I don't hate Salvation as much as everyone else seems to. But I can honestly say when I think back on the Terminator franchise, it's really just the first two movies. Everything else has just been a fun exercise, but I don't really give a shit. It was fun, but I don't plan on rewatching it ever. What does it do to the franchise then? I think I'm, I'm missing. I just, that. I just, I don't like the, I, I feel like by doing what they did, it kind of sullies the whole point of trying to save John Connor. Yeah. Well, the, the underlying theme is that John Connor is the sa- sa- salvation, JK, JC, Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, there's this right. whole biblical thing going on. And so to suddenly have the, de- the devil oh, wow. suborn okay. Jesus Christ, 
I think kind of underlies the mythic understructure of the whole thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you, you're reading you a lot this, into this. Yeah, you, you watched uh, this I movie about a time no doubt that robot. I want to be clear. You guys are attacking him, but let's be real. John Connor is kind of basically treated like Jesus Christ. No, no, in no, the no. First wait, two wait. Movies. Wait, he is. wait, wait. No, no, no. Um, I mean, I never saw it before, but I won't blow, I won't throw that theory out out of hand when I think about it. I was like, yeah, he's kind of treated like Jesus Christ. No, I mean, it's no, very he's... deliberate the, 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 on multiple levels that this in the Cameron films. I don't know if the other films really care about it, but. Uh, okay. I think we're getting a little, uh, I think we're just throwing around this Jesus Christ <laughs> allegory a little bit uh, too heavy handed. I, uh, John Connor is more like Zephram Cochran in first contact. He's a, you know, he's a, historical figure people have only heard the stories they don't really know the man and he did this one great thing and maybe it was super great and maybe not but no, you no, know no, no, no. I, I only saw john connor as he was the guy that led us out of the fight but okay, here's the thing. he was a charismatic leader that saved mankind <laughs> from <laughs> judgment uh, day cochran basically as- just created a warp drive and i get that <laughs> that was a major thing but he didn't save mankind which did is they how- ever did they ever say he was charismatic i didn't get that i just thought i just heard that he was a leader that he was just like he was adama mm-hmm. he's like look i know how to uh plan the fucking fight and to avoid getting killed. He clearly and everybody is follows as a, me. He's clearly treated as a character that saved mankind, whereas Cochrane is never treated as a character that saved mankind. He okay. did something right. awesome. You're, 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 <laughs> I know you're, you're, I'm nitpicking okay. the point, but I'm just, I'm going with the yeah, example you, you gave so, me. So so if you <laughs> So if you keep people from dying, then it, no if matter you, what, you, if you become keep Jesus Christ. All of mankind from dying, yes. <laughs> Okay. Well, I don't. I don't see does that. Does that make so. Gollum? No, no. But it, but it does. It does make Neo a Jesus Christ allegory. Yes. So wait, Frodo is Jesus too? No, I said it does make uh, Neo from the Matrix movies a Jesus Christ allegory, and the creators have gone on record as saying that one. <laughs> That he is well, a yeah. straight up Jesus well, Christ fine. allegory. <laughs> if if that's what they say, but I I, I think uh, everybody, I, I don't know. I personally feel in popular culture that everybody just jumps straight. It's like uh, everybody jumps straight to the Jesus Christ allegory. It's like uh, you know well, people they they jump to the to the Hitler allegory as well. Like oh well you're just fucking a Nazi. And it's like whoa 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 whoa. Nazis did some really bad shit. This guy just jaywalked. So let's well, slow yeah. it down. Well, okay. Bring it I will back. give you that. We definitely <laughs> use the Hitler allegory too much, but that's, that's when you're talking about a person and we definitely call someone Hitler yeah. too much. We're talking about creators who are purposefully using the Jesus Christ allegory because everybody knows it. It's not an accident that yeah. it's overused. No, everybody no. Well, okay. knows it, so they use hang, it a no, lot. Hang on, hang on, hang on. For it to be a Jesus Christ, what Jesus Christ did, why he's important, is because he sacrificed himself to save mm-hmm. everybody, right? Yes. So in the first two movies, John Connor didn't There's, die. Well, no, he the didn't first sacrifice story shit. is Christmas. It's the, they, they, the angel comes down, knocks Mary up, says that your son will save all of mankind. Herod tries to destroy the baby. Um, it, it, and, and the second one is, you know, Jesus growing up with the time traveling Terminator. Uh, there's even a skit on, uh, was it, I think, um, was it Mad TV or was it Saturday Night Live did a Terminator 3 skit 
that actually makes it explicit with Terminator <laughs> going back to try to kill Jesus uh, or a Terminator going back to keep Jesus Christ alive and f- keep him from being crucified. Uh, they, it's a, a great skit, too, if you guys haven't seen it. I'll, I'll make sure that's in the the uh, visual references. Well, I'll just say this. I won't go down in flames defending this allegory. I just wanted to make the point that it, I won't just throw it out at a hand either. <laughs> So, uh, what did people think of CG Arnold? I liked it. Yeah, it worked. I thought it worked. Convincing. I, um, I think they're getting better about that because Ant Man has a CG Michael Douglas, which was pretty damn good. Actually. Crazy, uh, yeah. realistic. <laughs> but yeah, I no, know. I think they're getting really good. The about whole time that. I was looking for CG Arnold, and I went, "Oh, okay." That's CG Arnold right there. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, the way they did it was they got a bodybuilder lookalike and CGI'd the face. So the body is all legit. It's just the face that is, uh, CGI'd. So, so if, in if my, I, in my, the way I saw it, it ended up looking a little bit like, uh, the one where Rock, the Rock is a scorpion man. Scorpion uh, looked uh, way yeah. better than that. <laughs> From, yeah, it was better than the mummy. The mummy returns, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 if this is the one I'm thinking, because now having seen Salvation, this is like the second time I've seen Arnold's young face plastered onto somebody else's body. But I, it did kind of, it did kind of seem uh, not quite as good mm-hmm. as like Ant Man, for example. Oh but, no, well, uh, it, I didn't let it bother me. I mean, I knew it. I, I, knew I why thought it was odd it. that they gave him eyebrows. Did he not have go, eyebrows? Go watch Terminator 1. Arnold has no eyebrows. In okay. all of the Terminator movies, he Uh-oh. has eyebrows. When they went back to recreate that scene, they gave him eyebrows. Um, as another trivia note. Wow. Uh, wow. They, I had not noticed that. Again, Brian, I got to go with wow. <laughs> as a trivia note about that scene, they didn't. They wanted to reuse footage from the original Terminator of, of where they could reuse the actual film but they didn't Mm -hmm. have the legal rights to it because a different studio made that terminator film so well i guess they had access to the script they could not use the act they they were not allowed to use any of the uh of the film stock from that film and they had to reshoot everything so yeah it's just a jerk move i will say this it doesn't look as good as ant-man it absolutely doesn't but I thought it looked fairly decent for something that you haven't seen too often. The Ant-Man one was was damn near eerie. I was like, Jesus Christ, that really looks a lot like young Michael Douglas. <laughs> it is freaky how much that looks like young Michael Douglas. But uh yeah, I um I will say that the the young Arnold effect wasn't as good, but I thought it was still convincing enough which is all i really needed it to be (laughs) i loved it but (laughs) yeah well you know eventually we're going to get to the point where outside of the temporal realities of our moving forward through time you're just not going to be able to tell and in so many places you already can't tell but uh when they make someone that is you know 65 years old look you know 25 then you go okay well some kind of shit went down. I, I, okay. I want to ask a question because uh, I, I uh, strongly what? suspect. Go ahead. Can, can I jump in here? Uh, Arnold does have eyebrows. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at it right now. So, uh, he had eyebrows just, in the first one. You just one. wanted to shit all over that. <laughs> I'm all just, right. I, well, I, he I can't think- find a picture of Jesus yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
<laughs> so I, I just want to ask a question because I strongly suspect I know the answer, but I just wanted to go on record. No one has seen the new Fantastic Four movie, right? No. All right, good. Yes, we can just move correct. on then. I just wanted to get that shit on record. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. You just you just wanted to end the end this podcast with oh by the way, fuck that Fantastic Four movie, Kinda. right? Right, everybody. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. A little bit. <laughs> aren't you curious a little bit to oh, see, I'm see it how awful it is? Yeah, I'm gonna. See I just it don't want to pay to see it. I actually okay. So my birthday was recently. All right, fun story. Shouldn't take too long. My birthday was recently, and I got an email from uh, Alamo Draft House because uh, I'm a Victory member. Uh, they allow, you know, it's their their club. Yeah, no one on the re- no one can uh, listening to the podcast can see my hands. Um, I um, <laughs> they told me I had a free ticket uh, for the next thirty days. I just got to show up, show my ID. I can go see any movie. My first thought was because I cannot convince anyone I know to go see that movie. Everyone's <laughs> like, I'm curious, but I am not going to pay for that curiosity. So I was like, all right, I'll use it for Fantastic Four. I'll get to go see it at the theaters. Not, I want to say, I checked the next day, and I think this movie had been out a week. I looked to see what was available. Only one local Alamo theater was showing it, and it only had showings for Sunday night. This was Sunday night that I was looking. Sunday night at 10.35 and Monday night at 11.20, and then after that, it wasn't showing it anymore. And it was the only theater <laughs> that was showing it. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not going to. I can't even get a free fucking ticket to go see this movie. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> So, Do you yeah. check the cheap show? Maybe it's at the cheap show. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, but like, cheap would you, still means I'm yeah, paying but, for it. This yeah, one would just spend a dollar. That's the thing. No, would you spend you the dollar? You take your pass from the Alamo to the cheap show and say, look, man, I'll trade you. One for one. <laughs> you can go see a real movie. <laughs> I just want to see this horrible piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I still, wow. I one of these days we'll get a good Fantastic Four movie. I don't know when that'll happen, but I'm still praying that somebody will prove me wrong and make a good Fantastic Four movie. It's not impossible. <laughs> That's what I happen. keep hearing, but my theory is it's not filmable, and <laughs> Hollywood keeps fucking proving me right. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're keeping the faith. Uh, not really care- giving a rat's ass about Fantastic Four. Anyway, I gave up like a whole movie ago. So I like those characters, but right. it, no, no. Not- I I hope you get the movie you need or want <laughs> or deserve. <laughs> I feel like this is turning into a Dark Knight rant. All right. <laughs> if, if you would like to support your favorite podcasters, whoever the fuck they are, go do that. And when you're done. Give us a like. Visit our website at scifishow.net. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We could use your likes and shares and let people know about the show. You can leave us a review on the iTunes Music Store. And we'd love to hear what you have to say about this show or any of the other episodes. Check us out. Scifishow.net. Until next time, I'm Steve. This is Michael. This is Patrick. This is Brian. I'll be back. Okay. Every fucking time he does something like that. <laughs>